Hello, welcome back to the Grace Downtown podcast. At this past Sunday's worship service, Grace Downtown member Carson shared a story about how God has been at work in his life through the Grace Downtown community. In case you weren't able to make it or missed it for any reason, we're sharing that with you again today. If you're a member of any Grace DC congregation, don't forget to join us at Calvary Baptist Church this Sunday at 5 p.m., for our network-wide members meeting, where we will review our budgets for the coming year, ministry highlights from the year that just passed, and vote on welcoming new members onto the diaconate for Grace Downtown and Grace Meridian Hill. Now, here's Carson. Oh, hey, everyone. Uh, thanks for letting me share. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Carson. I've a, been a member here at Grace for over four years. Uh, by way of quick introduction, I'm a pretty typical D.C. dweller. I work and live on the hill, and I thought I'd be in the city for less than two years. Really, I actually thought that. <laughs> on a more serious note, I'm in my late 20s now. I fought my battles with typical D.C. pressers, like uncertainty over career choice, seasons of singleness, and other unwanted manifestations of millennialhood. However, one fight that crept up on me and went on for far too long was about with a low-level but prolonged depression. A few years ago, and up until recent, the recent present, my mind would often slip into negative thinking. I found myself plagued by constant ruminations on what was wrong, or what was broken, or what I thought needed to change. Let me assure you, although God may put changes in our circumstances beyond our own reach, he does not leave man out of the equation. I cannot begin to express to you the importance that community and our fellow believers play in God's ultimate divine plans of grace for our lives. During this time, I remember confessing to a close brother that while I understood that God's promises, uh, that while God promises me everything in eternal salvation, I felt like I had nothing, that I possessed nothing. Despite God's promises, I felt that his presence was distant and his love for me was in doubt. The theologian John Knox may have uh, judged this feeling best by saying, By what means Satan first drew mankind from the obedience of God, the scriptures bear witness. He poured into their hearts that poison that God did not love them. Ironically, I was holding that poison close to my lips while entering into confession with a dear friend, a friend that was there for me, that was listening to me, and that God had put into my life. The very fact that I could believe such a lie while a sign of his provision was literally staring me in the face, tells me that depression, even a mild one, can hold immense power over people. However, the story doesn't end there. There are truths more powerful than the most convincing of lies. When the gospel falls on us, our faith and hope can rise. Lamentations tells us, for the Lord will not cast off forever, but though he calls grief, he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love for he does not willingly afflict or grieve the children of men. God himself entered into this broken world out of his love for us. The book of Isaiah tells us uh, that he became a man of sorrows, acquainted with the deepest grief. The same grief that grieves us, God's word tells us that he felt it all the more deeply. Friends, I believe God used two things in particular to deliver me from depression, community and the promises found in his word. Christ offers these to all, and he offers them freely. He said to his disciples, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He offers it collectively to you, to me, and to all. And if I could simply encourage some here, 
To those that have been crippled by anxiety, as I have, let the Lord be your dread and obey his direction to rest. To, to those that are in darkness, pray that you would stumble upon the rock of salvation. To those whose faith is falling, cling to the goodness of our Lord and believe that he is good. Thanks for letting me share.